So we're here with Rosanna Crawford, who had a fabulous day in rip holding at the World Cup. She nailed her first podium, third in the in the 15k individual, and shot perfect score. A eh, Rosanna, that's amazing. And has it sunk yeah. in yet that you've accomplished this? A little bit more every day. Um, the amazing thing is just uh, everyone has been congratulating me. Like, it doesn't matter that I'm Canadian and they're all from a different country. Everyone's really happy that Canada, when they do well, it seems. Even it was the same when we had our um, our men's team were third at World Championships in Oslo. So a little bit of starting to sink in. I think the most real part is being 20 for 20. That's something that I haven't done yet in my career. So um, I was really happy to hit all the targets. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, the kind of a tough question, like which one is more kind of meaningful, is the, the podium or the 2020, because they're both they're both milestone career goals for every biathlete. Yeah, like I think if I hadn't been on the podium, I still would have been ecstatic with my race of hitting 20 for 20 in the way I skied, even if I hadn't been third, it would have been a really great day, um, I think. Yeah, that says it. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, when when watching the sport, I mean, you know, four times on the range to nail every target and how tough it is. I mean, you know, sometimes I joke and tell the cross-country skiers that they have it easy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and uh, RuPaul is the mecca of biathlon, so there's kind of 15,000 fans in the stadium, and because I was such a late starter, everyone was watching me, so they cheered for every hit, so... Um, that added that extra stress and pressure to my last shooting, for sure. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you, you know, because rip holding is so special to the sport. I mean, you know, when you watch just the fans, it's just so amazing to see so many, so much support. And, and as you say, they're cheering all the athletes when they're doing well. Um, but it, does it add some nervousness, some pressure at the at the beginning when you come into a venue like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was in Oldsbury last week for the IBU Cup. Um, there had been like some switching around to give some other athletes a chance to make Olympic qualification, and I hadn't really been racing very well in the first trimester. Right. Um, so I went down and raced there, and I had really good ski speed, but couldn't hit the target. And during the races in Oldsbury, um, the techs were always telling me, "You're in first place. You're having the fastest opening split." Like, and so then I was really nervous when I would come to the range because I knew there was so much potential. So I think I was able to learn so much that week in Oserbley because the ski speed was still feeling really good going into Thursday's race. Right. Um, so before the race, I told the techs and the coaches that I didn't want any splits during the race, uh, that I just wanted them to cheer for me. Cool. my last loop, then, of course, they can give me splits. Uh, so I think that was a really important part of it. I was able to just truly focus on the process of skiing and shooting and doing my own race and not getting ahead of myself. So at some point, uh, I guess after after you had hit all the targets, I mean, and, and just walking us through the race, I mean, each time when you hit the range and you and you nail all five, that's got to be a confidence booster coming into the next time you're on the range. Uh, definitely, but then also the pressure like exponentially grows. Um, like in the individual in Osterson, I went zero, zero, and then I missed one, two. right. So your brain, you really have control of your brain about fun because all of a sudden you've hit 10 for 10 and you start to think, oh, this could be a really good day. But yeah. as soon as you start that, you've pretty much like thrown some shots away. <laughs> so really, true. you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other, um, set up for your range cues and just follow the process. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're right. The pressure builds just as the confidence builds together, so the two of them have to fit and merge so that you you are able to stay focused. So, so yeah. 
what what was different was were you able i mean at some point you must have known i think i think uh, you 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 were told by somebody along the route that you were doing well is that right yeah, before my last shooting, um, so I left the range after my third shooting, so I'd hit 15 for 15 so far, and was going up the very first hill, and one of the wax techs from Czech, who used to wax for Canada, told me I was in first place, and so I just, like, smiled a little bit, because I knew the race was obviously going well with how I felt, and sure. how the coaches were cheering for me on the track, um, but I wasn't really expecting to hear that I was in first place, mm-hmm. but in hindsight, I think that did help me, it just made me know that I had to focus so much more. I knew that as soon as I came into that range, the camera was going to be on me and that the fans were going to be cheering for every shot. Sure. And so I was just so much more diligent in my range process. So when you came to the last uh, the last five targets, you just focused and nailed them. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big believer of keywords for shooting biathlon. So for standing, I use the word black. I pick my lane, and I just say the lane number in black over and over again until I'm set up in position, and then for every shot, I say black. So I hit the first four, and then I took an extra breath before my last shot to make sure it was going to be a good one, and then hit it, threw my rifle on my back, and skied out of the range as fast as I could. <laughs> so when you came across the finish line, I, I guess you must have known you had a decent result. You wouldn't have known you had the podium, or did you? Well, I knew I was fighting. I knew I left the range in second. Um, and that I was fighting really hard to be either second or third. Right. Um, Kai's is one of the strongest skiers in the field, so I knew it was going to be hard to hold on to second place. Um, and I knew that there was a bit of a gap fourth, that I had about 20 seconds, but really, no matter what they had told me, I just skied as fast as I could and pushed as hard as I could up every hill. And the crowd was incredible, just like fueling me around the course, cheering for me so loud. Um, I was really grateful to have them. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I could have been on the podium without that amazing crowd. I think you have some special memories in, in rope holding as well. Yeah, it was my first World Juniors and then my first World Cup and then now my first podium. So it's definitely a special spot for me. So, so I mean, I know when you came across the finish, the, the other girls, you know, broke out there to, to greet you and, and Julia Ransom and, and Emma and Sarah Beaudry. I mean, and those guys have been having a great you know, each of them on their own right have been doing well as well. Is there is there kind of, you know, when you look over the last few years, because, I mean, Nathan Smith winning the medal at the Worlds, and, you know, JP, we just talked before the uh, that he had done well, JP Loguelic, I mean, is there a kind of a, a feeling of believing on the team and, and uh, you know, just that, that there's uh, some momentum there? Yeah, for sure. Um, like, we all kind of grow off of each other's results, and you get that extra motivation and that hunger that you want to be getting those results as well. Um, the women's team has been especially impressive. I've been training with these these women for the past four years now, and to, like, see them grow and really come into their own and um, learn so much over the years and hopefully it helped them out a little bit, but to see Julia get, like, two top tens, Emma with a few PBs this year and qualifying for her first mass start, Sarah with her first top 30, has just been super motivating for me, and I think that also helps, like, kick me in the butt a bit that I wanted to be (laughs) there with them and getting my own PBs. Very good. Yeah, no, I mean, watching the team and just seeing everybody kind of feed off each other. And, of course, the I think it's one big North American family in a way, too, with the U.S. uh, squad. Oh, uh, sure. You know, they're doing... Susan and Lowell last year, World Championships, was so amazing. And, of course, all the cross-country women who are doing so well. Um, It's just really exciting right now in the Nordic world, in North America. 
Yeah, yeah. The momentum is there. The believing is there, and and the results are showing. And and here we are, um, you know. And of course, uh, being on the podium for for Crawford's is not uh, not unusual. Your sister, you know, had a had a gold uh, some years ago in 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 cross country. So yeah, Chandra's really been my rock. Um, we had um, uh, we lost my my brother passed away this April. Right. Um, so that's been something that I've been dealing with since then and um, in some ways it's brought us really closer together as a family and um, I just rely so much on my parents and Chandra right now and of course Brendan Green who's also um, racing on the World Cup he's been my boyfriend for eight years now and uh, yeah without him I don't think I would have uh, made it through the summer so I'm very grateful yeah to them and to Brendan I think uh for most of us, we we don't see the team behind the team and, and the support that you that all the athletes need and 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 have uh, to get them to the start line and and uh, mm-hmm. you know we're sorry for your loss and the, and the tough start you had to the season but yeah. um, like like you said you have the support um, of the of your uh, of your family and and uh, you know uh, Brendan etc so it helps you make it yeah. through to the next start line. Right, and like we're on the road so much. We've been over here in Europe since the middle of November. Um, and so, yeah, your teammates become your family, and the wax techs become your parents, who sometimes the roles get reversed and we become the, wax, the parents of <laughs> <laughs> wax techs. But uh, they're just so amazing, and they believe in us so much, and they work so hard. And then, of course, the coaches, uh, Roddy and Matias, have been, um, have been great. Yeah, no, I love watching, I, I love seeing rather the, the team photos at the end because it, we all, you know, there is a team uh, behind the team, so to speak, and and like you said, it's one big family, and uh, you need each other, yeah. you know, you all need each other yeah. to make it happen, and uh, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, that there's many stories we could hear, um, you know, and, and go into the night, uh, you know, just hearing those kind of stories going on. Um, yeah. So, um, so what happens, uh, you know, uh, from here until the games? I, I think you've qualified for the for for Pyeongchang, correct? I have, yeah. And so, uh, what happens between now and and uh, I think that they're they're about a month away. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I think it's like twenty nine or twenty eight days now. Um, so tomorrow there's one more race here in Rupolding, the Mass Start that I'll take part in. Right. And then Monday we'll fly home to Canada. And then we'll train in Canmore for two and a half weeks, and then we'll fly the other way around the world um, to Seoul and uh, head there on February second. So, are you guys going to? Uh, so, that, so that I guess the next uh, little while is, is a key training period for for leading into the games. Yeah, for sure. So we'll try and get in a good training block here, keep everyone healthy and happy, recharge at home, uh, see your family, see your washing machine, <laughs> and then yeah, head to South Korea. Very good. Well, Rosanna, congratulations again. Such a milestone for you. Uh, you know, well deserved. Well deserved. And, um, you know, we're, we're so proud of you and the team. And, uh, 2020 is a nice, uh, is a nice headline. We love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Like, Bathlon isn't followed hugely in Canada or the U.S. So it's really amazing for you guys to reach out and chat with us. So um, I definitely appreciate that. Well, we, we appreciate your, uh, your your great results and all the teams. So thanks so much and, and all the best uh, at the Olympic Games and uh, with the rest of the season.